I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, everybody, and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! Podcast. I am Sonny. I'm here with a couple of people. Let's everybody introduce yourselves. It, it, it is me, Caleb, as as I've always been here. And who we got? Uh, Trevor. All right, Trevor. Uh, so, for those that don't know, Trevor is a player at our locals ETB in Alexandria, Louisiana. Um, and you are actually a sponsored player by the shop, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, for those that don't know, sponsored players are basically... Uh, the shop helps them out, gets, you know, getting them the right cards that they need and stuff like that to compete, represent the shop at a, uh, local and like regional level and compete the best they can. So generally these are the better players in the shop, the better players in the area. And Trevor, as far as I'm concerned, you're probably the best player in central Louisiana. Uh, Uh, I wish I was, but thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you have a very, very, very consistent track record of tournament success, both on a regional level before lockdown began, and since you know after COVID, I know there was a bit of a break. Uh, nobody really wanted to play at the beginning of COVID because it was like you know Synchro Eldritch and Adam Spader who wants to play. Oh gosh, <laughs> the people who had those decks wanted really wanted to play. Oh dude, that that was a terrible format. <laughs> right. So you take a break during that format. You come back during the VW format because uh, if. I mean, there's trap decks are playable at that time. You can play a control game. And moving through into that format, uh, I know you got more and more into the game state and you start topping again in a lot of different places. Um, So why don't you tell people a little bit about yourself, who you can be uh, in the game, out of the game, just who you are in general. Uh, And if you want, you can talk about your history of the game or you can talk about... uh, just whatever. Okay, cool. Uh, I started playing the game in about 2014, right around mm-hmm. Shadal, mm-hmm. when it started popping up. And right, right. Like du- Duelist Alliance Duelist format. Alliance, yeah, 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 stuff like that. Uh, I was 
I was absolutely atrocious. Uh, I was playing Heroes when Stratos was banned, and uh, Super Poly was banned. I had gotten limited or banned or whatever, and I thought I was good, and I was just like, oh, like, I'll just make a hero deck, and I'll just be, you know, Jade and Yugi, and like, what I, and I was so obsessed with, like, the show and doing that, and then I decided to pick up a six Samurai deck when Shein was at one. I was just, I was kind of just like, humble beginnings, just like everybody else, just going through the ringer of, like, oh, like, this is cool, this is cool. But I didn't really start actually playing competitively until 2016, Paleozoic, uh, ABC, Metal Foe. And at that time, I remember I got sick and absolutely sick and tired. I was getting destroyed by everybody with my totally awesome heroes. And uh, I said, hey, I'm going to build a Paleozoic deck because Paleozoic popped up. And I absolutely loved the way that it worked with the uh, the Swamp Frog and the Duke Frog. <coughs> And the Ronin Totem worked with the Paleozoics and the chaining. And now that mirror match was absolutely horrible. I'm not going to lie. But got into the game, started doing decent. But I didn't get really, really good until about 2018, 2019 when Orcus and uh, Solomon Great started popping up everywhere. But my first top was actually with whenever Miscellaneousaurus was at one. Uh <laughs> and it was cool Gumblar loop pendulum FTK format. And I played Dinosaur and it was just miscellaneous source of one. And the way we got pill was through dumping over text from the deck. I mean, whatever works. Yeah, th- th- those were dark times. I I show up to a regional with two Droll and Lockbird and two Ash Blossom. And they ended up getting 13th out of like a little, you know, 125 man tournament. And I was excited at the time. And next tournament, I got like 24th. You got the last spot. And with Dinosaur again, and I was super excited because everybody, I got Gumblar looped like twice that day. And the fact that I even got to play, I was just excited. Uh, after that, I picked up Solomon Great, my, my boy Dylan. He's been on the podcast a couple of times. He yeah, pretty, for those that don't know, Dylan's like chilling in the corner. <laughs> uh, he always hooked me up. Like, he literally bought me a Solomon Great deck for my birthday. And we knew that Wolves would be cheap. And I was like, you know what? Ash is in the thing. I'll just play this. And that was when my my Yu-Gi-Oh! really took off. I can't really remember my placings, but me and Dylan went on like a uh a, like a like a super trip of like nine tournaments and I topped every single tournament. And nice. like I said, yeah, it, it was and a lot of those were regionals, right? Yeah, they were all regionals. They were like Houston regionals, like all, uh, <clears throat> Houston, Fort, Fort Worth, and like we were going to Mississippi, we were going to Alabama. Then I picked up an Orcus deck off Dylan. And I, I remember we went to the YCS. I got like 180th out of like 1,300 players. Right. Yeah, that was when Call by the Grave was at three. So Call by the Grave was really deciding a lot of yeah, games. Yeah. And, it's, and it sucked. But I did okay. It's my first YCS, 180th. And I was like, okay, like I'm going to go to Alabama. And I'm going to go get a top because I want to go to Nationals. Right. So the next week I tell my wife, order me a hotel. Go into the regional. I'm going to go get this top. Ended up getting a spot. And then I think that was like 2019 or so. Mm-hmm. And I think Nationals was going to be like in 2020. I'm not really sure. And then the world just like ended. Yeah, <laughs> and the world ended. Yeah. And then, so I never got to go to that. But I, I topped a couple more with Orcus. Uh, I played a lot of like different builds of Orcus. I didn't play like the typical Stride Striker. I played like Machine Dupe Orcus. 
Right, like, right. I would bring out like Nightmare and make like a big and like Machine Dude would make like a big eye. Like I just play super obscure decks. Uh, had the hiatus, and then we had an, a thing where we were gonna have a team war or something like that. And I came back into the game with Eldritch Zoo because <clears> I just knew that with Dryden there, like it. It was stupid. And then they released Zeus. I'm like, oh, this is even more insane. Yeah, yeah, it just breaks the deck even more. Oh, people summoning uh the what gosh, what was that? Calamities? Yeah, true king. And I just I just laugh. I'm like, ah, that's cool. Like set like five pass. And they right. I torrential them when they try to extend. And it felt good to finally have a control deck back in the format because I've played going on seven years. So mm-hmm. I've seen a good bit. I wish I would have seen like the the great years, like you know, the GOAT formats and like the slow and some people might think that it's not great. I think it's great, but the slower formats, but it was so nice to have a control deck back. Right. And here we are playing mid-range Tri-Brigade, Snoresville, and uh, had the Tournament of Champions, got top four in that. Uh, one of, Definitely my one of my <clears throat> best performances. And just been on a tear, went in GOAT tournaments, topping in these like 25-man, 30-man tournaments. Right. And right now that's supposedly super impressive so i'm, I'm happy with the results so. yeah for sure uh i think it's really difficult in a lot of places to get tournaments of any size right now especially live in-person stuff and yeah especially with you know, basically the rona like ramping back up like quickly mm. um to, to be able to like get like a 25 man tournament you know and for those listening that are worried you know like it's all being done safely masks required stuff oh like yeah that. definitely uh yeah you know. you i mean you got to take your precautions everybody but um we do go to a lot of those tournaments and usually me trevor and dylan all ride together and either caleb or somebody else will come along and uh i I, I come when i can yeah yeah and just all those it's it's crazy to go to these tournaments like we went to one today and trevor you went what four one yeah four one yeah i went four one two but you know that one that one loss was to to you (laughs) (laughs) now you played well man it was a super simplified game stages yeah, yeah, there was a misplay there, but Zeus, right. Zeus is a heck of a card, man. It, yeah, it really is. Uh, I, I honestly, I think Zeus is probably. I think a lot of people would consider Zeus a problem card in the format. But I agree. Uh, it's getting a reprint. Yeah, yeah. Well, they got to make their money off of it before they hit it on the ban list. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, there was a long time ago, man. They reprinted Chadal Construct, and they were just like, "Nah, we're just gonna get rid of this." So yeah, you never know what could happen. Mm-hmm. It did. It was super close. They were like, "Here's a Construct reprint." Oh, you want to play Construct? Nah, bro. Too bad. <laughs> just gotta take it from you. Yeah. What did they? How did they hit Construct on the ban list? They they went from three to zero. Oh, Construct Jesus. was all the way banned. Yes, it was all the way banned. I didn't know that Construct was ever banned. It was. Card was a tank back in the day, man. I mean, the card's still like oh, not yeah, a bad yeah. card. Like, yeah. I want to say the deck went from like three Constructs to zero Construct, and then three El Shadal to one El Shadal. Like, yeah. The same wow. And then Construct came back to one, and people just freaked out and just started lost their mind oh dude it was wild it was fun so um i'm glad we got to know a little bit more about you uh i'm gonna take a quick second here to announce something though Uh, i meant to at the beginning of the podcast and got excited about having a guest (laughs) and um we did for those that are interested and for those that would like to know um due to popular demand uh people requesting it actually and um we talked with a lot of people on our discord server we wanted to um essentially we started a patreon and i know it's kind of early in the lifespan of the podcast but 
Our goal here is to make the podcast the best version of, of itself that it can ever be at all times. Uh, we spend a lot of time trying to get our audio right. It doesn't always work, but... We um, try. Yeah, yeah. We, we work really hard to work on a consistent schedule, <clears throat> even when it's not like convenient for us. And uh, the thing is, there's a lot more that we want to do with the podcast that we're currently unable to do because of limitations. And we, you know, we want some things like some really nice, better microphones. We'd like to get a couple of nice cameras and start live streaming the tapings, uh, things like that. But the best thing that uh, the best thing that we knew to do was to either start a subscription-based thing through uh, Spotify or a Patreon. And we decided to go with the Patreon because it's a little bit more um, it's a little bit more flexible in what we can offer people. Um, right now we have three tiers. We have a $1 tier, a $5 tier and a $10 tier. And for those that join the five and $10 tier, we will be offering an extra episode per week. Um, it, I'm not going to lie to you. It probably won't be quite as, uh, quite as high quality and, uh, structured. Yeah. Quite as structured as the current episodes are. It'll be a little bit more off the cuff, a little <coughs> bit less formal. Uh, me and Caleb might end up having to do remote recordings just because, Honestly, with our with, you know our schedules, uh, two episodes a week we meet up in person usually. Two episodes a week is already kind of a lot. So to do the third episode, we might have to do remote recordings sometimes. But you will get a third episode every week. Um, and we're even considering starting uh, some series, uh, doing things like reviewing the best sets of all time, or just going set by set and reviewing them all and talking about each set. Um, and this will be Patreon content. For those that don't join the Patreon, there will always be your regular Tuesday and Friday episodes, roughly an hour in length. You know, you'll always get that no matter what. You don't have to subscribe or anything, and we will never take that away. We're also never going to lock ourselves behind a paywall. So you can always join the Discord server and come talk to us, hang out. We'll always be getting matches in with everybody. So um, don't think that to have a line to us, you need to be a Patreon. But what we do get, even if you subscribe at the $1 tier, you always get a shout-out in the podcast. So we're going to do that now. That's exactly right. We do have three Patreons already. The people that are on our Discord server heard about this a couple of days ago. Uh, we have Mr. Jeremy Drysdale, Mr. Ray Powell, and Mr. Austin Johnson. Thank you so much to the three of you for showing out and showing your support. And we hope to have many more in the future. Uh, so coming off of that though, and going back into the discussion with Trevor, um, so we wanted to talk a little bit, we just, we just came from a tournament, uh, an advanced tournament and looking forward, we know that, um, the format might be getting stale for some people right now, but the upcoming, in the upcoming months, the format's going to change quite a lot. So we're getting lots of product. In Absolutely. a very short amount of time. Yep. Yeah, we're looking at like uh, probably six different sets coming out, six different products coming out in the next six, four months. Jesus. Six yeah, products in four months. Between October and January. Yeah, really like and they are three and a half months. And they even like. have stuff that's posted that's slated for like February and March release too. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. We, we already have the schedule all the way through the end of January. And through the end of January, I think it's eight, eight products. So... We've got Megatins, we've got Brothers of Legends. So the Megatins won't have any new cards, and Gold won't have any new cards. But Brothers of Legends, Synchro Storm, Burst of Destiny, and there's a January set too. 
Yeah. Um. I keep, I keep wanting to say synchro storm because that was when it was pushed back originally, but that's not correct. No, no, it's not. It's not. It's something else. There's also something uh, slated for January. Yeah. Uh, then there's also the uh, Cyber Dragon structure deck co- coming out too. Right, and that'll be new new Cyber Dragon stuff. Uh, oh, Grand Creators. Grand, Grand Creators, Creators. That's it. Is the January set. So I mean, you're looking at four, a, around four uh, meta meta defining things or meta relevant things coming out within you know a month of you know four months of each other um we'll be getting a ban list i think october is the next ban list yeah yeah so if october is the next ban list and we get four new four new meta relevant sets in the next four months i mean you're looking at four meta relevant sets coming out within that format the the day the game will be completely different six months from now. It's oh, yeah. always different on a month to month basis, but you can look right now in August and look back in March, or you know uh, I don't know six months back was February, and the game is not like a completely different game. But six months from now, like the decks that are relevant now are going to be gone, and the, it'll be a completely new set of decks. Oh yeah, um, in my opinion anyway. I mean the decks will still be played and you'll still see them, but. I mean, in the same way that you still see Virtual World versus yeah. what you used to see. Yeah. But then, of course, there's always new toy syndrome, which is going to make people more people want to pick up the decks to begin with just because they're new. Right. And then, so I think the first thing to talk about is the ban list and which decks in the current format will no longer be large threats in the upcoming formats. So I think the three tier one decks to talk about that are really the relevant decks. I mean, you could realistically see hits to things like the invoked uh, dogmatic invoked Shadal or dogmatic packages, or th- I mean things in that range. I don't see it really happening though as much as um, Drytron, Tribrigade, and possibly Prank Kids. Um, but those are the three decks that I think if they want. If Konami wants to truly change the format, they have to look at those three decks and say, if we, if we need to move these decks out of the way to make room for the new set stuff coming out. So, is there any particular way that you think that... It's not not meant to be a ban list episode necessarily, but... Um, is there a way that you think Konami handles any of those three decks in particular? I think the one way you can handle Prank Kids, and me and Dylan had this discussion, is if you put the cat, the little Link 1, to just one. Because mm-hmm. the battle butler at that point has to either use that one resource or it tributes itself. So there's only one pop. Because let's be honest, battle butler's really strong. It can be stopped. So wait, so one more time. What do you say? The the, uh, the meow, little meow, cat. Meow, 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 meow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you just put it to one. Now, that's, oh, yeah. that might sure. not be like super optimal, but the deck is still playable with, uh, what's the recycle card pranks, I think? Um, Gosh, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah uh, plan. Plan, yeah. Or, okay. No, it is pranks. It is pranks. pranks. Okay. Because pandemonium is the fusion. Yeah. Uh, I think you put the cat to one. You have to shuffle it back. So you'll have to play three of that. So it puts like a, a weird kind of ratio in your deck. Because they're only yeah. playing two because it's searchable. And you do that. And like, what else can you do to prank kids? You know? You don't. If you put the if you put the, the link one to one. Yeah. You, they don't get the double regular kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, 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 they are. They. It's honestly hard for them to play the game. Then they have to play two Battle Butlers, so then that closes... I mean, they don't have to, but, I mean, it it would be a little bit more optimal to do that, you know? Yeah, it changes up the deck significantly, and honestly, yeah. 
If you limit the cat, ooh. I think it's either the cat or it's the field spell, to be honest with you. Field spell is pretty busted. Uh, like, yeah, the field spell is good, but I think the cat is what really... Oh, I agree. I mean, the cat's what sent the deck over the top, yeah. right? When the, yeah. when, the, when the cat didn't exist, exactly. the deck wasn't playable. Any- yeah. The field spell is the issue because, like, it makes hand trap. It's almost like another call by grave because of the fact that it can chain block everything. Yeah. Right. Like, and that's kind of like the deck's main, like, issue is that Ash, Skullmeister, those cards really hurt. But they have that field, that field spell. It's legit just, like, call by grave, insufusion, all those cards. Like, it's, it does right. the same yeah. thing. Field spells have just gotten so crazy nowadays. Meltdown. It, everything has, like, a meltdown esque effect. Right. Like, even the Fafnir uh, field spell for uh, Drytron. Drytron. Yeah. yeah. And I read, the other day I tried to stop it because I'm an idiot. <laughs> and uh, Oh, yeah, and it prevents and, you from stopping the rituals. Yeah, and my opponent just smiled at me, and I was like, ah, you win, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's just, it's amazing where we've come. Because I remember Cos, Cosmo Town was, like, to me, that first field spell where it was like, whoa, like, just shuffle good. back. Yeah, exactly. And then all of a sudden... Everything got that way because they would pop the slip, pop it with slip rider, right? Do all kinds of crazy stuff, and then it, it just took off after that. I mean, if you think about it, like terraforming was at three until like what 2015, 16. Chicken game, oh my gosh, dude, chicken game. I can, <laughs> I remember when field yeah. spells just gave certain type monster types <laughs> a bonus to attack. Oh, and then they met and they messed it all up by the ones that gave them more attack, but also decreased their defense. Mm, dude, I remember, farm remembers. I remember playing Harpy's Feather power. Duster and Goat for the first time whenever I was bad. He goes, I'm going to play a Harpy deck. And I was <laughs> just like, Harpy's Feather Duster, you know, popping. It was pretty decent, but it wasn't anything crazy. Yeah. Um, it's, it's an interesting dynamic now with the field spells. I, yeah. I get Konami's always looking to take an older mechanic and make it relevant again, but some of the field spells in the, I think if you're gonna hit, um, if, if you're gonna hit the invoke deck, I mean, meltdown. Melt, meltdown is. In, yeah, I, I had meltdown cause issues for me today. Yeah, and, oh, and yeah. people will not put that deck down. People refuse to put. We'll put it on the YouTube channel. We'll put a, a tri brigade list or a drytron. Like you know, seventy five. Shadal invoke goes up. It's like six hundred views. We've only got like sixty six subscribers. Like, where are you people? <laughs> Seriously. So, for those that don't know, Trevor and Dylan uh, pretty much run the Team Dark on Dealings channel that we are always uh, talking about on the podcast that we plug at the end of almost every episode. Um, so I want to make sure that everybody knows there will be a link to that in the description below. So you can go on, check out all their deck profiles, uh, check out Trevor and Dylan, and all the wonderful content that they're putting out there. Yeah, sorry we don't edit, guys, but uh, I'm busy a lot, and Dylan's lazy, so. We, we, we <laughs> upload directly from our phones. Literally. We're, we're the cell phone brigade, man. We're like, hey, do you want to be on YouTube? And people are like, yeah, sure. <laughs> to be fair, the video quality on cell phones these days is absolutely insane. Oh, it's yeah. outstanding. Oh, yeah. So, that handles prank kids, just limit the cat, right? Yeah, 100%. All right. So, what about Tri-Brigade? I, I know you play the deck right now, so you might have kind of a... Uh, you and I both play the deck, actually, so there might be an interesting uh, perspective there. I don't have a sweet spot for Tri-Brigade. I absolutely hate the deck, but it's the, be- <laughs> it's the best deck, so I'm going to play the best deck. Dylan can say what he wants to say, but it's the best deck. Uh, I'm not going to interrupt that. <laughs> it's, it's, consi- it's salad, but like better. Uh, 
It does everything that you needed to do. <laughs> All right, Dylan, chime in. I see the faces you're making over here. No, you may as well just tilt that microphone and let Dylan chime in. Uh, it just does. It just does everything you needed to do. It searches. It revives. It banishes. Non-targeting. Even the dude Omen. That card is, is the craziest link I've ever seen in my entire life. Besides, like, Apollosa Boral Sword and, like, go- like... Access code kind of thing. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah but, like, just, like, a in a built-in, like, An archetypal. Search. Yeah, and I'm just like, man, like, they were just on something when they made this card. Yeah. Also, the non-targeting Banish. Yeah, and, like, then you could chain block it. I'm like, man, this dude is not very ominous. He's just, like, it's like the ominous omen. It's like, nah, man, I'm just gonna mess up your old board. I'm like, Jesus. He's an omen of, you're about to get your rear end handed to you. Basically. Yeah, that, that card is absolutely insane. Um, I think if you put Revolt to one, Pot of Desires is taken out of the deck. Yeah, you, you have to cut Desires. Um, I mean, then again, Striker players are still playing Desires, and they only have one engage. Well, th- that's the good Striker players. See me? I can't play Pot of Desires in a Striker deck and be successful. I'd still suck. I think if you put Revolt to one, the deck is kind of there. And I'm and I don't want to say Tinky, because people are so Tinky, 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 and it's just like yeah, but, like, it could be popped, it could be ashed, and then it's just... I just think Revolt to one. Then you have to start playing Rugal. Like, you'll have to... Rugal will become a way bigger part of it, because there's so many times where I don't get to my Revolt, I make a Rugal, and I have to, like, hard make an Omen and just kind of sit there and just right. hope that they don't have a, a Droplet or a Dark Ruler no more. And I'm just... You you force them to make non-optimal plays. I think another good hit would probably be a Shiraz to one. Shiraz to, to one? Yeah, because Ooh, if man. you really think about it, like, it's, there, it's these only effects that's different, like, <clears throat> in a way where it's, like, an extender. And, like, it, it makes it to where it's hard to, like, you can't just play through a lot of stuff. Like, you have to hard draw a one of. If Shiraz went to one, two, that deck would be obsolete. It really would be. Because... Okay. Everybody's got the answer to the second extender now. Everybody's holding the imperms. Everybody's holding the effect veilers. That Akuraz comes out, they're striking it. They're banishing it. And what are you going to do? Like, just kind of sit there. Cry. Yeah, cry silently. I think Shurig to one would be. Really? Interesting. Yeah, because think about it. Like, if you put Shurig to one, uh, you have to be really careful about when you revolt. And... You'll have to recycle it too. Yeah, we'll not have only to do find you, some way to do it. You know? Either and if even if you can't recycle it, um, your revolt becomes like you have to cut like one revolt. Yeah. Either that or just learn how to do more with Rugal. Yeah. Or use revolt as less of a blowout and more of an extender. Well, you'll have to st- have to start uh, hard making the omens. So you can revive it. Yeah. Do something with it. Um, mm-hmm. You'll have to keep it on board. You'll have to protect it. Yeah, yeah. That, the deck would really struggle if you put Omen to one. But because you still have that Revolt Omen play if you need it, the deck's still playable. Just it's no not more... very good, though, yeah. at that point. But neither is Prank Kids with one Meow Meow Meow. But you can't. But the thing is, Prank Kids have a built-in archetype recycle. Tri-Brigade doesn't. You got I see me. what you mean. Like, yeah. shuffle back to the yeah, cat. Yeah, shuffle back the cat. Yeah, shuffle back the cat and yeah. just restart. Okay. Yeah, go back yeah. from square one. Sure, you lose your battle butler, but you're still fighting, you know? right? Yeah, and then you just play a second <clears throat> butler at that point. It's like, all right, like make another butler. Yeah, yeah. Try again. Let's go. Yeah, right. Ban Oppo. 
If they banned Appaloosa? Yeah, because honestly, Appaloosa can become an issue, dude. It, it can warp some games. But I feel like there's so many cards to out that card. Emperm, Droplet. Effect Valor. Yeah. yeah. And just get rid of all the attack off of it. Dark Ruler. Dark Ruler. You can, yeah. tri- you can tribute it. You can swing over it. I love when people make like a 16 attack Appaloosa. I'm just like normal summon Fractal. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, to be fair, though, if they're making a 1600 oppo, they're in a tough spot. Yeah, exactly. Something's gone wrong. Yeah. Um, I do think that, honestly, any of those hits kind of does the job. If you if you restrict any of the main deck tri-brigades... You can't think, do that, yeah. Well, well, the thing is, if you restrict any of the main deck tri-brigades, you start running low on names and exactly. low on material to banish. Mm-hmm. So, the deck is strong, and the deck is... Um, the deck's strong. It's got a high power. It's very consistent. But the thing is, it's kind of like it's really fragile. Like when it comes to ban list talk, the deck's really fragile because if you limit literally anything in the deck, that becomes obsolete. It, it becomes almost impossible to play. Everything just kind of falls apart. Well, I mean, Shureg is the most Shureg is the ban is the limit that's like it sucks, but like you can still play the deck. Everything else, the deck's basically unplayable. Well, me and you experienced that with like Tri-Brigade names today. It was yeah. uh, dump all the names, activate, banish for cost, and it's Effect Mailer. Then you tried, and I impermed you. And yeah. then I tried, and then you... I had two more imperm set. Yeah, and it came yeah. to a point where we lost all of our names. I mean, there's only... How many names are there? Like 12? 12, yeah. Yeah, that, that's rough. It really is. Yeah, yeah, just like... Like, sure, prank kids have 12 names also... But they can recycle them nonstop. Exactly. And once all the names are out of the deck or banished, unless you just have revolt, you, you don't have a way to get them back in grave. You don't have a way to get them back in the deck. It's it can be tight. I mean, just start running return from different dimension. Problem solved. We're yeah. playing traditional yeah, format fair. now. <laughs> We're playing traditional format now. Necrophage. Oh no no no! Not return. Uh, burial. My bad. Burial from a I'm gonna say Jesus. <laughs> uh, uh, burial is one that puts like five banished back three, in the, three, three three banished back. Three, in the three. It's a quick play. It's not yeah. terrible, but it's not incredible. All the reason why I know the card is this because I used to play Chaos Dragons back when that back when that was a thing. Um, yeah yeah. This one is that one too, dude. Yeah, that's a long time ago. I remember that card was crazy. Yeah, that was about the, that was around the time. Yeah, that was uh, when the light pulsar structure that came out. See, I wasn't playing at that time, but I was like a kid. I remember being interested, and I was just, why is this good? And then I read it, and I was like, what's the Banish Zone? And yeah, yeah. Mesmerized by the mechanics. Why is this good? Because Future Fusion exists. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Real quick, I ain't gonna lie. I was uh, in a tournament setting with someone, and I went first. I went activate Future Fusion, and they said, let's go to game two. That's all I did was activate Future Fusion. I, I, I mean, mean it is in the Chaos Dragon now. matchup, there was literally no point in playing out anything past... Turn zero. Activate Future Fusion. Scoop. It's over. Future Fusion was like an auto. I remember that one. That was so fun. Did you play at that time? Like twenty early twenty thirteen? So like I was in California. Or was that twenty twelve? I don't remember. Twenty twelve. I was in California and I was going to the local for the summer. It was at the end of the Insector Dino Rabbit format. Yeah. So like late twenty twelve. The helmet format. I played a a non optimal like Chaos Dragon list. I was playing like uh, Galaxy Eye, so I was Dragon Club Fall School, but I just remember like the feeling of activating Future Fusion and revealing five headed dragon and just like <laughs> yeah, yeah. sitting five from deck. <laughs> oh yeah, it's awesome. Like, hold on. Okay, so like the only reason why I was able to play the deck is because I already had five headed dragon yeah. and future fusion and I just bought three of the structure deck and boom. Yeah, you were good to go. Yeah. 
Um, so that leaves Drytron as the last deck to talk about here. You do anything to Drytron, I feel like the deck just crumbles. Uh, I, I, if you hit Harold, that sucks. Like, there's so. I don't even know where to even begin with that deck because it can still be strong, but like, we all know what the real thing is. Ben 10's just insane. Uh, Ben 10 sucks, but I think if you remove Ben 10 from the equation, deck is no longer the same thing. Yeah, it makes it harder. They have to hard draw diviners, things like that. Yeah. I guess it does create some really awkward situations. I think Beatrice is a real, like, super big issue. Really? Yeah, yeah. no, we were Beatrice talking about and that. Eva, like, yeah, Beatrice and Eva are both problems. If you ban Eva, that deck's like... <laughs> Maybe put Eva to one. Yeah, it's not playable. Maybe. I if, mean, it's it's playable, but it's not really, like, as good. Yeah. Nowhere near it, it doesn't... I mean, you don't end on, like, 15 negates. You know what I mean? Like, like the thing is, like, you don't... See, before, you used to search your orange lights and Evas with Vintons, because you mm-hmm. had three of them. Right. But now you have to search, like, your ritual monsters... You can't just search orange light. You can search orange light at the beginning. One orange light at the beginning of your combo. Yeah, yeah. But the other two searches off of Benton are dedicated to uh, setting up the ritual combo. plays. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I. Honestly, I think Beatrice is. I mean, Beatrice is a card. It's it limits card design, and it's a great card. Um, but I don't necessarily know that it's the issue in that deck in particular. I think it's really Eva. Because Eva's what fuels all the negates in your hand. Well, if you, you know? ban- if you put Eva to one, you go from having like what four cards at the end of your hand, like all like four fairies to having just two. Yeah, but even <clears throat> two is kind of ridiculous. I, just, yeah. I think Beatrice is an issue because of like future game design in general. Like it is a yeah. Ball chain that is not. It's technically once per turn where you can activate on your boss turn. Yeah, yeah, it's a quick effect, so you can just do it in their yeah. standby and it's, do it again. It is like. Broken. Strong. Yeah. And I think we were talking about that, like, with Dragon Link, whenever everything happened, everybody's like, Dragon Link's dead. I remember looking at you, I was like, there's no way it's dead. Because as as, as long as Quick Launch is at three, and as yeah. long as they continue to yeah. print dragons... That deck is playable. I- exactly. Oh, you know, okay, so, like, when I first got hit, I was really devastated, because that was my, that was my deck. I just kind of went up. I had a good run, at least. Yeah. And then I actually thought, I was like, uh, no. Chamber. Chamber Dragon Maid is, God, and not because she's thick. (laughs) But that card is so nasty. That card is so good. It's tidying. Tidying? I remember remember whenever Dragon Maid first came out, everybody trashed that deck. And then they released tidying. And the fact that you can recycle the negate... And you can like put the dragon maid back in your hand and get another plus. It's absolutely good. That deck is crazy. It's oh, yeah. very underrated. And then like something else that a lot of people who play the deck don't really realize is the de- is that some- is that the deck all has a whole bunch of low attack point monsters. And then when you go battle phase, get beefy. Yeah, and like you people switch them out underestimate for- that. They're like, right. oh, it's just bad Cosmo. But then you go and the the big dragons they have effect negation, attack right. manipulation. Yeah. Granted, it's only during the battle phase. No. But there's not, not much that interacts in the battle phase nowadays besides like revolt. Yeah. However, better, some, they hope they better yeah. not play however, against war rocks. You yeah. don't have to. <laughs> yeah. However, you don't have to bring back the same ones. Yeah. 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 It, you can interchange them and go for different ones for different. Yeah. To times. set up other other plays, and not only that, it also frees them from stuff like uh, uh, I'm drawing a blank. Rivalry. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. play rivalry in the deck. I got rivalry yeah. today, and I was like, oh. I hate my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah like, like, yeah, like, like, because like it frees them from any on-field effects, keeping them from doing whatever they need to do. And the thing yeah. is, you put the pluses back into your hand, and they get you more. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And if, when you, I, if you're not careful, the deck will go like plus eight on you, like out of nowhere. It, it, it's just, I love, I love the mechanic. I love the way it looks. Caleb, you really just need to give me that deck. <laughs> yeah so caleb got all my stuff for that deck and yeah, Son- yeah. sunny hands me a binder has got like two dragon made cards I, was like, I thought i had more in there than that i was like uh, thank, I, thank you for trying to help but. <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry I, I know i know someone who really likes miss kobayashi dragon maid yeah. the anime so i was like yeah. I, I gotta build a deck for her That's um good, man. so the last thing to talk about as far as uh the current format i think um there's a a pretty heavy debate going on right now I think everybody agrees that it's a problem is uh, Dragoon, Red Eyes Fusion, Verte Anaconda. Right? I, I, I think everybody in this room would agree that it's... I mean, you just saw my face drop. <laughs> yeah. It's an issue, right? But the, the key is, if you're going to hit one of those three, which one do you hit? I nah. think you hit Anaconda because then you have to play three Red Eyes Fusion in the deck. Yeah. And, and then hard open it and not the... Exactly. Well, I remember back in Orca's format you. with Nightmare Mermaid. Mm-hmm. Oh, you stopped my combo? Oh, I have two creatures? <laughs> Nightmare Mermaid. Summon out Nightmare, uh, the Orcus Nightmare thing. Mm-hmm. Here's my whole combo. Now yeah. that deck, now that was a little bit, cra- I feel like that was a lot crazier because then you get access to more Orcus stuff and right. access to Dengirsu, access to a counter trap. But Dragoon is just so... I, I feel like only kind of like stunny decks, like slower decks will have to play it at that point. Mm-hmm. But Anaconda and these combo decks. I remember I had Nibiru to dude, a Phantom Knights guy, and then he just brings out some, I mean, Phantom Knights just go. He just brings out two creatures and makes a Dragoon. And, like, it's just like, how is this fair? You know? Right. How is this fun? So, the argument for Verte is that Verte, outside of a Dragoon package specifically, is actually a kind of a fun toolboxy card in decks like Cyber Dragon, Fluffle. Things like that. Uh, even Shadal. Shadal. Even mm-hmm. Prank Kids. Um, it's a really interesting uh, extender in those decks. But um, the card does limit future card design. Exactly. But Especially fusion based card design. Yeah, but I mean, to be fair, should we really have this many fusion cards in the game that lets you send materials from the deck without restriction? I mean, well, I guess they have restriction, but. Yeah, they're usually like restricted to typing or restricted to archetype. I'm fine with it being like restricted to. It has to be, it has to be result in this archetypal monster. You can only use these archetypal monsters. I'm fine with that because then it gives them that niche. Yeah, like uh, should all uh, like fusion. the L should all fusion and should all fusion. Right. Most of the restrictions are actually like in the materials, and also like with Radis Fusion, like yeah, it has a huge restriction. But Anaconda just gets around that. Right. Also, to make a, a fusion, because fusion, the fusion mechanic in general is actually a very flawed mechanic. Because you go yeah. neg two to make one creature, and it's like, well, to make them viable, they have to be free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, ha- it has like, to be broken. Like right. Shadal yeah. Fusion sending from the deck. It's still good. Oh, shit! All schism that not only not only yeah. fusion summons by banishing material, but sends cards from your field as well. Yeah, yeah. Then s- sends one of your opponent's monsters, depending upon what attribute, and 
The most common attributes in the game right now are what? Light, dark, Light, dark and... Yeah. Fire, probably, because of Tri-Brigade. <laughs> yeah, fire, maybe earth. Okay, well, um, you just listed almost every type. <laughs> well, no, no, no. There's not a whole lot of water and wind, which are the only two El Shadals that are terrible. Yeah. Right. All the other ones are great. Hey, come on. The water's not that bad. I mean, still pretty bad. I mean, because she locks you out of your own mechanic. Yeah. Your opponent's locked out of the mechanic, too, but... Um, I remember when I first saw that car, I was like, what are they doing? I think we I think we can all agree, though, that, like, Dragoon can stay. Like, Dragoon's a tough card, but... It can be like, dealt with. Yeah. And not only can it be dealt with, it can... As long as it's not be, it, You can't splash it in literally everything. And the, the cards that make it splashable are the Red Eyes Fusion and the Anaconda, right? So... Well, then you have to play Pot of Prosperity. That way you can see it. Because you're not going to play Desire. You just might banish your targets. Yeah. Because then now you're playing right. three Red Eyes Fusion, which are bricks in themselves. Right. After the first one. You have to play the Dark Magician. You have to play the Red Eyes. Which now you have to play Pot bricks. of Desire. Exactly. And you're, if you're selling out on that, then you're not playing a deck that's, you know, summoning thousand monsters. You're yeah. playing like something like an Eldridge. Or yeah. Gravekeepers have been doing it. Yeah. I think the uh, the real issue comes in though, like if you look at Anaconda, it sh- that card itself should have been more restrictive on the materials. Like it should have been yeah. two Fred Planet monsters. Yeah, yeah. Like that's the issue. Two effect monsters is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Or like at least like two dark some restriction, two dark monsters, two plant monsters. Yeah. Plants are already broken. Don't give them more. <laughs> Dude, I wish that plants would come back though, man. I miss I miss <coughs> bolt so much. Yeah, but you, you get what I'm saying though. It needed yeah. to have been more restrictive than just any two monsters. Yeah, yeah. any two effect monsters. That's yeah. crazy. Um, if I'm gonna hit it, I think Red Eyes Fusion is the hit. But I, I have a I have a sweet spot for yeah. those those weird janky fusion decks. So. It's an anime type card, man. You know. Yeah. I, I activate Red Eyes Fusion. Yeah. Yeah. You, but that I searched off a of Red Eyes Insight. <laughs> That card is, I, I mean, you can play that card. It yeah. might not be optimal, but you can oh, yeah. try it. Yeah, three red eyes insight, one red eyes fusion. Well, that's still that's two six. bricks. Yeah, that's that turns into. But I've seen some people play like three red eyes fusion, uh, one or two red eyes insight. Because like in like something like a gravekeeper deck, realistically you're just a hundred percent like a stunner control deck anyway. And you just have lots of space for the extra cards, traps, hand traps, lots of flex spots, and you can yeah. you can run like a larger package. So, because uh, realistically in that deck, like Dragoon is your win con. Yeah. So one of them anyway. Mm-hmm. So let's let's look forward. Let's assume that those three decks get handled in some way. Um, there's like three main decks that I want to talk about. Pretty much everybody's heard about them at this point. Um, we have Flunderies, Sword Soul, and uh, Exorcister. Um, but before we get into that, I believe it is time to talk about our sponsor. Absolutely. So, of <clears throat> course, our sponsor that we talk about every time is ETB Games in Alexandria, Louisiana. For those that don't know, ETB Games is our locals. Uh, it is also the locals of Dylan and Trevor here. Um, so, ETB Games, they sell... Uh, all kinds of products, Magic, The Gathering, Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, Digimon, uh, basically accessories to go with all the games, basically whatever you need for these games. And then Warhammer, D&D. Right, right. Uh, board games, pretty much whatever you want to find. They have sporting cards, too. Huh? Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. They, they have, have tons of sports cards, cards absolutely. Yeah. So, if you're into, uh, so if you're into baseball and football cards, they got them. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Uh, it's a great place to go and hang out, hang out with your buddies. They've got two or three TVs there. They let you just go in and hook uh, it up. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Um, whatever you basically can think of to <clears throat> be a nerd, you know, uh, whatever you can think of to just go in there, and hang out. There's special rooms just for D and D. It really is a wonderful environment that I cannot recommend enough. Um, again, that is in Alexandria, Louisiana. We know that it's not super close for the for everybody that listens, but for the people that do listen, uh, that are not super close, you can also find a link to them in our description below. That is etbgames.com, uh, and if you want to go through there to find their TCG player link, you can find that. So we would really love it if you went in and you supported them. We would really appreciate it. Yeah, you guys should come hang out with us, man. I'm Absolutely. Ca- I'm called the angry duelist all the time, though. So, <laughs> yeah. you know. Dylan thinks I'm too aggressive, but Sonny thinks it's awesome sometimes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's pretty. I, I love sometimes. it. Whenever I'm not screaming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as long as you don't like take it to like a toxic level. Yeah. No. I don't. I don't take things toxic. Sometimes it's like ah, I just want to blow up, but you know, I I hold it in sometimes. <laughs> Which is always a good thing. And come play in our goat tournaments, man. Oh, like, definitely. We have some, we have some pretty good goat players. We really do. And yeah, I'm really happy about um, where the scene has come from where we started there. Oh um, gosh, yes. I mean, we we we've we've all put in a lot of time and effort and energy. Yeah. Uh, and the you know the people that run the shop have put a lot of time, effort, and energy into really expanding uh, all of the communities. But I mean. Uh, a lot of improvement has happened in the Yu-Gi-Oh side. Uh, become an OTS store, uh, regular tournaments. We do giant monthly tournaments. Uh, anybody within a three-hour, three to four-hour radius, I, you should absolutely come. To Highly recommended. Every now and then, those monthly tournaments, and basically anywhere in the state of Louisiana, you can get there in like less than three hours, just because oh, yeah. of it's so centrally located. They're so friendly too, man. You walk in, they're ready to help you. Yeah, and like. If you you go you come in a stranger man you leave family for real right. yeah there, there's a reason that like there's multiple shops that are close to me and etb is what i consider my locals there that's my like home shop i i love it there it, it's a it's a it's an environment unlike any i've ever seen in any card shop ever yeah and sonny you live like what like an hour away yeah yeah and i live two hours away and i still come yeah up and play <laughs> oh yeah it's like i said it's what wants if you're in the if you're in the alexandria area swing on by absolutely so let's go ahead and uh, move on into the upcoming stuff. We have some stuff coming out in Burst of Destiny and Grand Creators. Um, I've pulled up the Flunderies, I've pulled up the Sword Souls, and I've pulled up the Exor Sisters. Now, if you don't want to talk about Exor Sisters, that's fine because I know you don't. You haven't read the cards. You don't know what they do. I'm not too familiar with that, and I'm the Flunderies. I just know that it's normal summon ten billion and stop your opponent from normal summoning. Not normal summon, special summoning. Oh yeah, but giving right. them a but giving them a bunch of normal summons. Yeah, it's like do with them as you will. <laughs> I like the sword souls though. Number one, I love the Tinyi cards. Right. Whenever they first came out, I was like, oh my gosh, like these cards are freaking cool. They're just dragons. They bounce. You can right. activate them from their hand. And when the light one came out, I was like, dude, this 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 has the potential to be tier one. Right. And then I saw the sword souls. And I was like, wow, this is awesome. These. They just make the tuners, and they you have a toolbox to like um, synchro eights, and you could do you just do so much. And the fact that you could dump the uh, token collector yeah. with the um, what's gosh what's that card's name? The quasar? It's not a quasar. Uh, shooting 
Riser Dragon or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. That when I saw that, I was like, somebody has been in just on dueling book find the lab i'm like gosh bless like i would have never thought of that and the deck the fact that you can run crimson blader it's just like it's gonna i feel like the format is gonna slow up more Mm because i think you know they'll hit drytron and tribrigade's really not as fast as what people think it is yeah yeah but if they hit tribrigade and they hit uh prank kids flunderies ain't doing nothing super crazy except Super advantage. Oh yeah, and, he, and even then they're stopped by a single hand trap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I think the if, flunderies are really fragile. Yeah, yeah, like with the Robin, the searcher. If you stop that, they don't get the other normal summon, and they yeah. don't they don't extend via special summons. Yeah. So they're that that just turn ends them. The other day I was playing against that deck, and they did their normal summon, and I effect veilered it because they they thank thankfully they didn't have the shifter. Right. Shifter is a heck of a... The only reason why that deck is going to be crazy is because of Shifter. Yeah. Right. And, they, yeah, they'll go an entire they'll go entire turns without putting a th- single yeah. thing in the grave. And I effect mailed the normal summon, and he, he just passed, and I was like, hey, sucks to suck, bro. <laughs> I think Gamma is going to be a huge thing. Gamma is going to be a freaking tank. That oh, format. my God, yeah. It's just going to be like, oh, like, that's a nice, you know, whatever you have. If you're not playing Flunderers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. I think the Sword Souls is going to be really good, too, because it's such a small package. You can run almost, like, 20 side deck cards. Cause it's Give like, or take, yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like three of the six, three and three of each four, your small 10-E package, and then the search card and the trap, and then that's like, that's like that's 20-something slots. That's going to be insane. Right. Nobody's going to be able to play. You're going to hand trap him to death. Oh, yeah. And right. Then, and then, like, over in the OCG, because they have Max C, they, oh, they're, they're putting Colossal Fighter right. in Right. When Dylan told me about that, I was like, what? Like, yeah. That's so cool. I, I love the interaction there of just being able to crash Colossal Fighter infinitely mm-hmm. and just deck out your opponent. I, I love that. When they started doing Crimson Blader, I was like, oh, my God. I'm about to have Next an aneurysm level. or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, like, as far as I know, Crimson Blader is exclusively for the mirror. Yeah. But even still, that's still a super cool Well, it's the best deck there. Yeah. yeah. yeah like, j- j- like, just the fact that it's this old card that when it came out and everybody just kind of went, eh. Seems okay. Some play, just not right yeah. now. Yeah. And then, poof, all of a sudden, yeah, yeah, you need it. Yeah. And Dragite, the fact that you can make that Adamantipator yeah. card. Yeah. When I saw that, I was like, wow, I could just make a one... A one negate. Oh, your normal summon? Yeah, negate that. Yeah. So. Yeah, you don't need that. Just get that out of here. Yeah, the synchro you could chain block, draw, surge. Just freaking insane. Like, that That deck is definitely going to be tier one. Flunderese, I think everybody really overhyped it. I, it's Don't get me wrong. It's going to be tier one. Deck is definitely going to be very solid. But people are like, uh, tier zero. Even myself. They're like, tier zero, the birds are coming. And I'm... Yeah. <laughs> dude, in, the, in our chat and for ETB games... I was just like, the birds are coming. And I just kept sending pictures of birds. And people were like, Trevor, stop. I was like, they're coming, bro. Get ready. Alfred, <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock. The birds. The birds. Yeah, dude. I He's just pelting people with fake birds. <laughs> yeah, that... I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I think the... Um, the Flunderies deck will be good if they are allowed to play. But the issue is when you have a deck like Sword Soul, which just kind of hard counters them because of that ability to play... Um, 15 plus 15 to 20 side deck cards hand traps things like that it makes it tough my question is this too okay flunderies is the best deck what happens when you 
start playing and I just go Lancia. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Or uh, or yeah, or Effect Veiler or Imperm or. Oh, dude, I'm running triple. I mean, Ash obviously doesn't work in that match. Ash might get dropped out next format. I'm not entirely sure. Maybe this might be the first time where the format where people just don't search. Well, if they hit often. everything that we talked about, really think about <clears throat> it. What are you hitting in the Sword Souls deck? Besides the search card, but if they normal summon, you just effect or impermit or gamma it. Right. That way you can just they don't summon the token and it just kind of slows stops them. Exactly. Know? And then like against Flunderese, it's like what are you going to ash? Absolutely nothing. Right. I, unless there's right. a card I'm missing. Uh, uh, Robina, if you ash Robina or Eglin, which are the two searchers, mm-hmm. uh, they don't get the normal summon. Yeah, that extra normal summon. Oh, then, then I'm just bad. Don't mind me. Yeah. You know, the, the search is directly tied to the normal summon. It very right, so if you if you ash the search, they can they literally cannot get that extra normal summon. It is the, but, the specific wording is search the blah blah blah, search the card. Yeah. And then after this effect resolves, normal summon a normal summon a winged beast. Yeah. The counterpoint to that though is that if you effect veil or imperm, then it does the same thing. Exactly. It's a more versatile card, you know? Exactly. It, it, like, Effect Veil and Imperm are going to cover every basis. Don't get me wrong. I'll probably play Ash. But I'm yeah, saying, like... It handles Rogue too It well. might be... We might drop Ash to put uh, Artifact Lancia in now. Yep. Yeah. Or Skullmeister. Yeah. Or something, something a little more impactful. Exactly. Right. Um, so, I think that those realistically are going to be, like, two of the most... Um, how do you put it? Pertinent. Yeah, two, that's going to be like the two most pertinent ones. Uh, those both come out at the same time in Burst of Destiny, which I believe is slated for maybe... Octo- like October, late, November. Late, late, super late October. Maybe maybe like November 5th or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like late, super the late October. The changing dates are... Yeah, it's got me all confused. It's like late October, early, no- early November, or something like that. Yeah. Dude, I might... I don't want to be that person. I might sit that format out, man. Because there's just so much going on. When you said eight sets in four months, I was like, what? Well, most of them are reprints. It's like three or four reprint sets. Um, Brothers, like the biggest thing from Brothers, like the only new cards from Brothers of Legend that I know of is like the Kree Brothers and the level five Karibo, Kree Babylon. Yeah, but you get so much stuff in Burst of Destiny and all that. And like, what if Flunderese really does live up to that hype? Well, the thing about, the crazy thing about Flunderese isn't even, like Flunderese cards are crazy, but then... The deck gets Pot of Greed also in Synchro Swarm. I pay 600, draw two. I'm like, wow. However, you also have to remember that they can't, like, normal summon, search, normal summon, search, and then activate the card. They have to wait. They have to do it at the start if they already have a board. They have to wait all the way to the end of their their combo line. Why is it? Does it lock you? It has to have two wing bees, huh? You have to have you have to have at least two winged beasts. So the problem is, is that when you like, let's say you normal summon Rubina, effect search, and then immediately normal summons it. Effect search, immediately normal summons it. If you don't do the normal summon, it, it, it because the effects just collapse in on each other over and over and over. You don't get to stop mid combo to play something else. You're just constantly. You have to keep going. You have to keep going. So you, there's. So there's no time, yeah. There's just no way for you to play it uh, unless you start at the beginning it's a, it's or the either, very end. It's either all the way out or nothing. Yeah, exactly. Un- unless you like do, unless unless you're unless you're running like what I've seen some people run, and like they'll like like when it's time to normal some, they'll normal some like a barrier statue or Ryza, uh, and then activate it, draw two, and then double summon and, and go and go back in. 
See, that's the thing. It's like... But then you have to run double summon. Exactly. That's why I don't think Flunderies are going to be as crazy as what we thought they were. Um, yeah. Granted, Impin, I think, one of the higher level ones, also gives you an, an additional normal summon mm-hmm. that you can just use on whatever. But then you're also having to bookend that combo line with the Impin, just to play one card, and then just go right back in it. Doesn't the field spell give you an extra normal summon? Uh... I th- I don't remember if it's I don't remember if it's the field spell or they're one of the or one of the two I higher level ones. I think the field spell does give you an extra summon. I know that the the level ten <clears throat> can give you like three extra normals. Yeah, yeah. 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 Wouldn't Nibiru just kind of pee pee all over that deck? Yeah. No. Oh well, it's normal or special. Yeah, it just summons in general. Yeah, no, just I'm already on it, man. I'm already on it. You heard? Y- it. You know what? You know what card yeah. just straight up does not? You know? You know what? You know what? Uh, card this deck just not just straight up does not care about. What's that? Winda. Uh, yeah. Sure, I'm just gonna keep normal something in your face. <laughs> Everybody, buy your mask of restricts now. Yeah, no fooling. Sonny, stop! Don't let him know. <laughs> <laughs> um, the last thing to talk about is the Xor Sisters. Um, so I know that you don't really. I'll just give you like a TLDR on it. Um, the Xor Sisters are basically an entire archetype revolved around your opponent doing things with their graveyard. Special um, monsters out, activating effects in the graveyard. Right. So, like... So, they're bad uh, Psyframes. Uh, it is a pretty reactive deck, like Psyframes are. Yeah. Um, but... But God help your opponent if they have a monster that was special summoned from the graveyard on their field. Really? Yeah. God help them. Yeah, so, like, some of them are... If you control an Exorcist, you can special this card from your hand. Then if you could, like, actually, they all have that effect. It's, yeah, but it's, uh, uh, we have to control a very specific name, um, because there's four of them, and then each, and then each of them are in a pair. Uh, yeah, there's an E, there's two E names and two S names, Elise and Elaine and Stella and Sophia, and, like, they interact with each other, and so, like, they can summon the other one from the grave or from the deck or from your hand, depending on which one it is, and, like, how you're summoning it out. Uh, it, and it's, it's got some really interesting interactions, plus... The deck also just got an E-Telly. Like, just straight so, up E-Telly. I mean, that's pretty cool. Like, um, but I mean, look at Mutants. It, it had, like, a Shadal Fusion E-Telly yeah. and all that, and it was... Yeah. That, nah. that poor deck. One of our boys was playing it, and he'd activate these broken cards, and then, like... You, you just, Ash. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah, the other cool thing about it, though, is that... Um, you can exceed during your opponent's turn. Yeah. So they they have trigger effects that like if a car if a card leaves a graveyard by an opponent's card, you can special an exorcist or exceeds from the extra deck using it as material. So like you don't have to like use two to overlay them. Does it kinda of work like the plunder patrol type cards where they like special summon from the extra deck and they get like effects and whatnot whenever they're special summoned or Yeah, so like some of the Exor Sisters, uh, if this card is, is exceed summoned previously this turn by using an Exorcist or monster as material, quick effect you can target one card your opponent controls or in their graveyard and banish it. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, or if um, if this card exceeds somebody using an Exorcister, you can activate this effect. For the rest of this turn, mm-hmm. neither player can special summon from their graveyard. Or draw one card. But one or, neg- strip- or target one monster in your opponent's field, uh, negate the effects for the rest of the turn. Stuff oh, yeah, like- that, that, that effect's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. But what? But think about. Or neither player can activate card effects in their graveyard. It's all about the graveyard. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like, think about the format that's coming up. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Flunderies doesn't care about the graveyard. Isn't that funny how that stuff happens? They give us these insane 
two decks, and then they give you this one that the other two decks are just like bully. You know? Yeah, just don't yeah. care. So. Yeah, and and yeah, you know, like if it came out right now, it'd be all right. Oh, it'd be it, awesome. Actually, it would kind of Drivetron would. Fair enough. Yeah, that would that, they would that crap was just, all over Drivetron. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. dude, it'd be bad against uh Tribrigade. Tri like it would be crazy good against Tribrigade too. Tribrigade like, would be able to play, but man, not near as well. Kids. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's 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 one it's one set. Too yeah. Late. And what's crazy is that's what I was talking about in a set uh, late a dollar short. Yeah. yeah, we were talking about this in another episode. That deck is going to be super format dependent. Uh, at certain in certain formats, that deck's going to be insane just because it all depends on what the other decks at the time are. Well, it's kind of like uh, gosh bless. What was that format where they had Magispector Kieran? And I remember that BA was still good at the time because oh, it had like and it had like Beatrice and all that. It was like 2016. 2016 format, and I remember Magis and Pendulum was okay, but it wasn't triple Beatrice, right? You know? Yeah. And I remember Curran because like they couldn't deal with it except like an F zero, and so that Curran <clears throat> just kept bouncing stuff. And I remember <clears throat> just. One Kieran would just destroy an entire like BA field, and it just like, just like the instance of. Gosh, I lost my train of thought. We were talking about uh, like there's just this like interactions, like it was format dependent, you know? Right. So, yeah. There, there's definitely. It's so interesting to me when a deck like that releases, because like you know Konami has to know when they put that out that it's gonna be format dependent. No. So it's like. Anytime you're playing a deck that's like graveyard dependent, after this comes out, you're always gonna have to be like on the lookout. Where's the X sister player? Yeah, yeah, you get, yeah, you got, you gotta, and like something like another thing about the deck that uh, I that just occurred to me is that the main deck monsters are one type, and the extract monsters are another type. So you, so it's kind of hard to floodgate them. Yeah. Um, because even if you TC boo them, they'll just shrug and make the one material ones. Yeah. Don't there's get definitely me started some, on. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, I was gonna say there's definitely some interesting dynamics there. Don't get even get me started on floodgates. I'm so tired of looking at rivalry and goes and match, dude. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> hey, and dude, sorry. people feel so good about themselves when they flip it. It's like you can't play, and then I'm just like, oh, watch this crap. Oh, <laughs> oh no, 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 no! Like I flipped goes and once today, uh, and I felt horrible because I it it won me the game yeah but it was crazy cost? every time you play it against me you smile yeah because yeah because it's you oh gee thanks that's messed up bro that's your boy <laughs> <laughs> he smiles because it's his only hope sometimes yes I had a dude today I normal summoned uh one of my one of my tribe names he had like three set and I go banish for cost and he flips up rivalry <clears throat> and I go chain twin twister and he had to like use like a droplet and everything <laughs> and then like he summoned a uh, he summoned for some he was playing the dragon maid deck yeah but he's playing a crappy build <laughs> and he summons striker dragon just to search out the field spell but no like anything else and he wasn't playing anything else i guess it was just to get another card or and what? so he, he searched out yeah just to search out the field spell i was like what any no, nothing else. He didn't have Tracer or anything like no. that? I'm not... I, I know. It's It was crazy. Wow. Tracer and, Recharger. That's all you need. Look, man. I'm just the messenger. Caleb's, Caleb's so upset right now. I'm just the messenger, okay? Caleb's so, over having an aneurysm. He does the droplet or whatnot. I'm like, okay. And then the... 
Oh, it was Kuraz. It was twelve hundred. He has like no other cards on his field besides like he has like one other card and he draws for turn. He has one card in his hand. He goes battle phase and he goes attack with his tracer into my Kuraz. I said, Yeah, yours dies. And he goes, Oh, I didn't know it was twelve hundred attack. I thought drop it was permanent. It is it isn't permanent, is it? No. Yeah, and he said, I thought drop it was permanent and I read through it. Sorry, I'm tired right now, I can't think. Right? That's yeah. okay. <laughs> now you're good. Uh and I just smiled. I said, yeah, man, goes to grave. And then it just Kuraz started banishing. I started getting my revolts and stuff yeah. like that. And he was like, oh, that's so stupid. Like I was, just, I was like, bro, should have read, dog. Should have read. Dude, I played against that same player today. And Whew, we had something different. <laughs> well, we had, we had a moment where he activated the Dragon Maid that says you can't activate the effect of that card this turn. And he targeted my Appaloosa. <clears throat> and I had, like, strikes in perms. Baylor's like I'm, I'm good like it's fine negate the Appaloosa I'll leave it at 2400 you have to get a monster that's bigger than that <laughs> through like four interruptions yeah. keep in mind it's not negating Appaloosa's effect you just can't activate it exactly so yeah, yeah so, so she, he she keeps her attack does a couple of things here and there and his his end board is a single rocket tracer and a boot sector launch which the rocket oh he tracer- was playing tracers oh okay yeah okay, they were in the deck he just, I guess he just didn't get to it when he was playing it. No, he showed me his hand one time and it had the tracers in his hand. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Okay, so yeah, yeah, he was playing tracer. But wait. So he played oh, he summoned tracer that's terrible then because he... Cause no, he, he's, he's... Okay. Hmm. He, people, oh, people from that local listen to this. Let's, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the point is, he had a tracer on board and he went into striker, search boot sector. And so his, he had a striker dragon on board. And he, like, I kept interrupting him. But he had striker and he had boot sector. And... He goes, all right, uh, for, no, let's just, uh, he's like, okay, I think that's as far as I can go. Let's just uh, strike or attack Opelousa. I was like, yeah, sure. He dies. You take 1,400. Eesh. And he was, he looked at me. He was like, oh, Opelousa's negated. I was like, no, it's not. I just can't activate the effect. It's not negated. And he picks up the dragon. He's like, oh, no. <laughs> Poor guy. Whoopsie. Yeah. Look, he just had a non-optimal build. You are free to play what you want, man. You know? Like, me personally, I would not play the striker in a dragon made list. I would definitely play... Well, there's like Dragon Link Dragon Maids, you know? They like he's well, like, I'm he's saying, got the ability to go into like Borlo Savage. He was going more like, like a trap version of Dragon Maids. Yeah. And I think you just need to kind of sell out. Actually, now that I think about it, this might have been two different players. Oh, uh, really? Like, I, don't mixing, I don't know. It might have been the same. I don't, I don't know. They had two Dragon Maids there, which is cool. I really just wanted th- to get their it, deck list, but well, yeah. we were ready to head out. We were starving. Oh, dude, I was so hungry. Sonny's over there crying, I'm ready to eat. All I had was a handful of almonds and a bear claw. I was hungry. I told you to get some Cheez-Its, man. The white cheddars are great. Shout out to Cheez-Its. I don't know if we can say <laughs> Cheez-Its, sponsor us. I don't know if we could say that, but... <laughs> Let's get the Cheez-Its sponsorship, everybody. I don't think Cheez-Its cares. <laughs> well, uh, Trevor, yes. do you have any parting words? Oh, uh, no. I appreciate coming on the podcast. I hope I wasn't a stick in the mud, so... I no. thought it was a fun and interactive conversation the entire time. And oh, yeah. That's all no. that matters. No. Hopefully, I was a little bit better than Dylan. You definitely did better than me. <laughs> no, no. Oh, I yeah, you were 100% be. better than Dylan. What? You're not that bad, man. No, Dylan's the worst. I'm good. You're, you're just, you're natural. I'm not. You're uh, natural. Y'all, y'all always gas me up, bro, but I just feel like I'm, I'm, I'm just a buffoon. Hey, when was the last time you went to a tournament that you didn't top? Okay. Okay. Let's, that's enough. <laughs> the, the lack of a response. His... This is not a video format, but he literally, his mouth opened and he stopped and he closed his mouth and he looked away like he was thinking because he had to think about it. Yeah, like I, a, I do have for, one. For a split second, he looked like a deer in headlights. <laughs> uh, 
we were at, can I say like gaming store, other gaming yeah, I'm stores? Fine. Uh, Pandemonium Gaming. I was running a non optimal build of the Zoo Eldritch List. Because mm-hmm. Dylan, he was right. I was running way too many hand traps in a trap deck because I'm an idiot. I'll just admit it. <laughs> I was running like main deck Nibiru and like Imperms, and Imperm mm-hmm. was really not in the format. And I didn't play opt. I kind of, number one, didn't feel like being there, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of went with Dylan to support, and he did well. He got 10th. And I went 3 3. And I haven't done I haven't done that since two thousand like sixteen. Okay. Every every other time, man, I've done well. Uh topped. That's why we gas you up. And I was sitting there and I was like, dude, like I went I remember Dylan, we were riding home, I said, Bro, like I'm so depressed right now. <laughs> I wanna say that was our first tournament traveling since we got back into Yes, the game. yes, that was our first trap tournament traveling since we got back into the game. Yeah. So I had like barely any knowledge of how. Okay, yeah. So were. this is like your first tournament post beginning of COVID. Yeah. So like, you I have no format experience at all. This is coming straight out of Magic. Straight out of straight Magic. Straight out of Standard yeah. Magic. And I was like, I'm playing Eldridge no matter what. Because I always wanted to play it. Um, right. And Dryden was crazy. And I had Zeus's because yeah. I just got super hard back into it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like I said, I had no idea. I didn't know that schism existed. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I didn't know what Nadir servant was. Right. People were activating Nadir servant. So I said, "What? <laughs> what are you doing? That card does what?" And then like people summoned one day. I'm like, "Why are y'all playing this?" And then I was like, "Oh yeah, now I remember why we used to play it." <laughs> yeah. Um, that's why we gas you up though, because yeah, you're pretty good. I don't. I I don't think I am. I have a. I have a good. I have a good bunch of guys that. Help me test. Uh, I have a good bunch of people in my life that push me. My wife is always super supportive, especially whenever we go to tournaments and we open cool cards and stuff like that. She gets really excited. Uh, also, I have a great traveling buddy in Dylan. We've been doing this for ever. And, dude, come out to ETB Games, man, and hang out with us. I Like I said, I am the angry duelist, but I promise I'm only angry whenever – I'm dueling. <laughs> Other than that, I'm super chill, super chill. But uh, well, we want to thank you so so much for coming in and staying till one a.m. to record with us. Yeah, no problem. Man. After the tournament, um, so just quick on the outro. Uh, thank you so much for ETB to ETB Games for being our sponsor. We really do appreciate it, and that that literally goes for everybody in this room. ETB Games is awesome. I love you, Nick. We all love you. He's all right. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> thank you so much to ETB Games, obviously. Um, huge thank you to our patrons. You mean the world to us. Uh, thank you so much for supporting the podcast. For anybody else looking to become a patron and get that extra episode every week, uh, you can look for the link in the description below. It will be in every episode from here on out. Uh, of course, huge shout out to Team Dark Arm Dealings here in the studio with us. Appreciate it. Uh, be sure to check out their channel. Uh, there, there are some deck, more deck profiles coming. There's always new content coming. Uh, probably what uh, three to four videos a week is pretty standard. Or oh, oh gosh, I wish I wish we were like, that so like, competent. We, uh, <laughs> depends on what tournaments you go to. Yeah, don't switch your decks that much. And like obviously, my dry. I feel like I've come to a point. Like, and I think you've come to a point where like your deck. Yeah, is, it'll be like, hey, let's get our deck profiles. It's like, ah, nobody will see that crap. <laughs> <laughs> it's the last list. Once yeah. the build gets optimized, it's like yeah. 
and yeah, just kind of stay. Yeah, it's just kind of switching out hand traps. Which yeah, is last time I was running Cat Brigade, so and now I ran Zoo Brigade, but yeah. nobody will see my ugly mug on there, bro. That's why we try to get other people on it, because we want the community to feel welcome. You and, know? But it's not just advanced lists that get posted there, right? Oh, yeah, it's Go Format too, bro. Yep, and I think... Dylan, once yeah. he's gonna have a plant synchro list coming soon. So I have an idea. Like, I want to start doing uh, other videos, like uh, past format videos, just mm-hmm. to like you know discussion play. videos, past format videos, kind of like, like diversify that. and try right. and get some more content out there. Absolutely. No. Um, Anybody wants to play LOB format, man? <laughs> I'm good. I know that people uh, hate it. I, man. I think I actually have a playset of Skull Red Birds. Oh, bro, I love it. Uh, oh man, I got I got one of those nice uh, Legends, the super rare from like forever ago. I can't oh remember yeah, it it, retro pack. Retro pack. Yeah, yeah. nice. Dude, Legends like one of my. He's just like this buff green guy. I <laughs> not love him, you know. Uh, He's like form- the Hulk, but more magical. Well, that format is trash, but for some reason, oh, yeah, I'm really good at it. <laughs> I mean, it's super fun. It's super fun. To be fair, there is a certain amount of resource conservation that goes Ooh, into that. My Lord. Because because you have things like Dark Holes in that format, right? Oh, yeah. And Regeki. And yeah, Pot. Yeah. And Charity. <laughs> uh, is Charity in that format? No, not Gosh Bless. Not Charity. Uh, Change of Heart. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Graceful Charity didn't come out until like Starter Deck. Pegasus. Pegasus. Yeah. yeah. But th- there's... And Monster Reborn's in that format. Yes. So, yeah. I mean, think about it. You have Pot Agreed, Monster Reborn, Change of Card Heart, Destruction's Dark at two, but it's not good. Yeah. Know? Yeah, just, just not the, the amount of it. gas that's in that format. Like, yeah. if you have true resource conservation skills, uh, there there is amazingly. There's, there is a certain amount of interplay in that yes. format. And there's yes. no traps, so you don't have to worry about back row. Well, you have trap hole, but that's it. Like, And then you yeah. have yeah. two-pronged attack. Yeah, are we really going to attribute two to destroy one? Absolutely. Going to hey, destroy that listen, blue eyes. <laughs> it definitely came up in CMO's, what series was that that he did? Where they did just LOB? Yeah. And they, he played like two two-pronged attack in the side oh, deck. Man. Inside him in, and they, they came up and he won both. He won the match because of it. It comes up. <sighs> I'd just rather fissure the card. But think, <laughs> yeah. think about it. You can change of heart and steal one of your opponent's monsters. And then that's spicy. And then, and then you also have Monster Reborn to steal one out of your opponent's graveyard. You can then there's things, there's ways you can do it where you're not distributing two of your own monsters. You want to know what deck is actually really? Sorry, we're really getting off topic. It's okay. To, yeah. You know what deck is actually really really good in that format? Freaking Soul Control. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because you play uh, Judge Man and and Summon Skull because a really annoying Summon deck. Skull is not in LOB format, is it? Mm-hmm. Summon Skull yeah. is. It's the best tri- one tribute. I thought uh, Summon Skull was the next set. Uh, uh, it was in the Yugi Structure Yugi Structure Deck. So the Structure Decks are legal? Yes. Yeah, the, the Structure Decks are legal. Star Deck came out first. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, so Yugi, Kyber and Yugi. Kai, Yugi and Kaiba are legal, but not Joey Pegasus. Because yeah. Joey yeah. Pegasus have, like, Graceful and That's stuff. Correct. And it had okay. Relinquish okay. and stuff like that. Yeah. It, it would be a cooler little format if it had that. <laughs> but uh, Soul Control, because Stall and Poke is everywhere in that format. Right. Giant Soldier of Stone... The aqua mystical Medora, elf, mystical elf, but do you just like tribute stuff? Prevent like, rat, yeah. yeah. No. I think prevent rat might have been metal Pre- raiders. Prevent rat, what is that? It's a two thousand it, defender. From yeah, metal it's a it's a three star two thousand defense beast. I think it's from metal raiders. I think actually, okay, I, so I, I don't remember if it's from LOB or metal raiders. <laughs> Dude, those car- all those old normal monsters, they could be from freaking, any set. I freaking love them, bro. Yeah, and like they look so freaking like cool. every, some of the text on them. I love yeah, them. the mystical genie of the lamp that will gain your every, give you your every wish. I'm like, bro, who thinks in this crowd? Hey, I mean, ten words are better than what they're putting on the normal monsters now. They put check this out. 
<laughs> oh yeah, that was it. That was it. That was yeah. it. Yeah. Hold, wait, wait, wait. Hold, hold, hold. My Have favorite. Have you seen the sous ship? Yeah. Oh, I was about to whip that out and start no, reading it. Oh, don't whip stop. anything out in here, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. This is a PG show now. No, <laughs> yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no, like in all seriousness, like it's like the sous ship vanilla monster is just a review of the sous ship, and it's hilarious. Oh, dude, it's it's Rated four stars. Paragraphs. The only reason why I wanted to build that deck because it's absolutely atrocious was because the normal monster. Oh yeah, yeah. just. It's hilarious. Oh, and then it. and then a noble knight Arturgus, the vanilla noble knight. His uh his flavor text is a poem. Yeah, yeah, it, it's pretty. cool. And the new magic-y one, the normal text on him is like a, a mile long. Yeah. Oh, and then all, what was it? The evil swarm vanilla. All of its flavor text was backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. In yeah. in English and Japanese, but the way they did it in chat, they had to do it weirdly in Japanese. And it's really cool. Have you read the normal monsters from Joey's World? Oh yeah, oh, I was just, I was just about to bring that up. Well, they do it in a Brooklyn. They typed it out in a Brooklyn accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. I yeah, yeah. Like, like little he D was in uh, the fast beat of sound. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, like little D was uh, this dinosaur may be tiny, but he he like packs a bite or something. Packs a punch or something like that. Yeah. But like even the text, like if you just hear it, if you hear it like that, it doesn't sound that weird. But the fact that it's if you if you typed out on the card the way it sounds like like with the, with the Joey accent like, okay so like like if you ever get a get a hold of these cards and read them read them with Joey's voice in your head yeah and you'll hear it baby. and you'll hear oh, it perfectly yeah. it is great yeah. okay we are actually gonna wrap it up now though I yeah, promise. Yeah, yeah yeah sorry so, sorry no it's okay no, right, no, no, no it's, we all contributed to that no 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 that that was that was all of us working together on that thank you again to ETV Games. Yeah, thank you again. Huge shout out to our sponsors. Huge shout out to Team Dark Arm Dealings. Um, please be sure to join our Discord server for everybody but Trevor because you refuse to use Discord. <laughs> please be sure to follow us on Twitter at Top Cut Podcast, at JamTheMan17, and at Datch Chumley. Uh, is there anything I shouted out the uh, YouTube? Is there anything else y'all want to plug? Uh, Shout out to my wife. She's the most incredible wife. Your wife, you think your wife's better, but mine's better. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. Alrighty. Uh, and for those that do want to listen on Audible now, we are, as of yesterday, available on Audible. So please be sure to listen to us wherever it is most comfortable for you. If there's somewhere else you want to listen to us, let us know. We're always open to suggestions. Best way to contact us is through the Discord. Everybody, have a good day. Take care, everybody. See you guys. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.